0: YouTube is littered with this saying, we need a high value man. Social media, posts, wherever you go, there's always reference to the high value man. So what is the high value man? Welcome to the Mazgut Show. I'm your host, Basil Kokar, and I'm joined with two high value men, Chuck and Ari. We're gonna be looking into the big question. What is a high value man? You I need six packs to be a high value man. Do You want to have a lot of money to be a high value man. Do I need to have high value status, be famous? What do I need to do to be a high value man? So we're going to be diving into these questions and I'm going to start with something different. Let's start with what makes a low value man. So gentlemen, what is a low value man?
1: Well, I think when you think of value, right? Value is a worth. So we define a worth about a particular thing and we call it valuable or invaluable, right? And so first you have to establish what the worth is. And if something isn't, is worthless, in other words, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't serve any purpose. It doesn't have a higher calling, so to speak. Then we would tend to call that worthless or not very valuable. I think the same thing applies to all of us. We are, you know, our own worth how do we value ourselves? And then how do others value us? You know, <clears throat> excuse me. And so I, I think when you talk about low value men, what I would call someone of low value is someone who doesn't contribute a lot to themselves, the world, the, the people around them, the people that they love or the people that love them. So
0: It's so, so good. I like that. It's a, you know, what they contribute. And also, um, how the market dictates value as well. So we're going to start splitting hairs a little bit on you know value as well. Ari, what's a low-value man? How do we recognize a <laughs> low-value man? <laughs> it's
2: funny. As you were doing that intro, I noticed there's like a hair in my mouth and I wanted <laughs> to take it out. And I'm like, is that a, That doesn't seem like a high-value behavior, <laughs> but it's, it's going to bother me this whole show.
1: I would argue that it is a high-value like you, you like yourself enough that you're okay enough with yourself that you value yourself enough to not have a hair in your mouth.
2: So how'd you I'm get a hair in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. No. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: um, thank you for, being I mean, a high value man, Yeah.
2: Yeah. Hi, high value men. They, they own
1: that shit when
2: they got to take the hair out of their mouth. They're like, give me that hair. Um. To be honest, low value man just sit there and just take it, and not <laughs> they would just roll it <laughs> around <laughs> in their mouth. Yeah.
1: Uh, Tie it in a knot. Use a macrame <laughs> with their tongue. I've oh.
2: never been able to do that. Okay, so
0: I want to low value man. How do we low value man? How do we know? Uh, how do we recognize a low value man? Then we're then we're gonna start moving on to, I'll, uh, I'll answer
2: that, value. but I, you know, when I was thinking about. This whole topic i was thinking like there's something that makes me uncomfortable about calling someone a a high value man versus a low value man like are, are we are we saying that a low value man has low value as a human being like that that's something that goes through my head and i don't think we're actually saying that but i but i think that some people who are listening might hear it that way I think, you know, when I was in, deep in my nice guy dumb, we'll call it nice guy dumb, um, I, I don't know if I could have heard this uh, this about um, high value versus low value men, because um, I probably would have taken it really personally. Um, and, and I think what we're, what we're really talking about is, is high value behaviors versus low value behaviors. Um, but when I think of a low value man I think of someone sloppy sloppy not even just in appearance but just in in their whole state sloppy in their emotions sloppy in their thoughts Um, so
0: uh, I like what you you said there and I think I would have actually I did feel the same as you did was, you know, how dare you you put a label on me as high value or low value you know, I can see this being really triggering for some and I can see you know um, I've had feedback on I've had some complaints and moaning I was like yeah, that's really bad there's no such thing as a low value person we're all the same and I like the distinction it's not saying that humans are low value or high value but it's when we start diving into this is it Um, Our behavior, what what is it that's making us low low value and high value? So you can see this being a real triggering sticking point to a lot of people as well. So low value, you know, they don't bring value into the world. They don't bring value to self as you said, Chuck. And then Ari, you said about, you know, having the low value triggering to some people as well and seeing their worth and uh, seeing how their behavior is. So when we look at high value, I mean, who decides whether it's low value or high value? I <laughs> <So> I, <laughs> so,
2: I mean, who's a decider?
0: I mean, like, how do we know if something's high value? How do we recognize it?
1: Well, uh, I think on one one hand, there's, I mean, if you, I'm just thinking about the things in general, not necessarily human beings or mas- men, masculine, feminine, but I'm just thinking about things in general, something's of high value. It's kind of mm-hmm. agreed upon by, the culture, the people, whatever. I mean, for example, like diamonds in and of themselves are worthless, you know, other than, you know, you can cut glass with him and, you know, there's things, things about that, that the hardness offers some value, but in and of themselves, a diamond is completely valueless. And yet as human beings, we all, we all describe a, a diamond as something of value. And so, you know, how did how did a diamond become valuable? Somebody said it was valuable, it was worth something. And, and so I think that's a little bit like kind of what Ari was saying is like, who are we to decide what is high value? Who's what is low value? But I think, in terms of value, the marketplace kind of decides, you know, so we would all agree, for example, um, I would say ambition is a high value. Right, that that's something that most people would probably agree that that's a quality about somebody that they would consider a high value we would call laziness we would call that kind of a low value kind of thing yeah. and so i think not the not the person like Ari would say not necessarily the person but the behaviors so if i'm ambitious that would be a high value people would see worth and that. if i'm lazy that would be a low value
0: yeah, absolutely. I love uh, that simple distinction as well. And that's also the market decides and also the context of where we are or, or the situation. Because you might have uh, something like a, a classic car or something in the wrong context. Somebody might say, oh, that's an old piece of junk. You know, you know I can imagine a grandmother going, look at that piece of heap. <laughs> it sits there, does nothing. But to the right person, in the right context, in the right place, that heat might be incredibly valuable. It's like antiques or, or, or paintings. I mean, paintings, some paintings go for like millions of pounds. It's like there is no value to it other than the perceived value. I loved, um, so I asked a question on, on my social media and I asked. I said, you know, what is money attracted to? I had loads of responses, you know money's attracted to spirit energy there was like hundreds of fluffy um responses to that then i had one response from um, the guy who actually made lots of money and he said money is attracted to value money is attracted to value so if he had a set of keys and i said these set of keys are worth two hundred thousand dollars absolutely no value in that context but when i added the fact that this key has access if you buy these keys off me for two hundred thousand dollars you will be given a five hundred thousand dollar house
2: incredible
0: value there so you'll gravitate towards that if i said if you give me two hundred thousand he on only get you a house with only a hundred thousand you wouldn't gravitate towards it and i see that same thing with habits as well and, and characters and behaviors Let's look at some of the high value habits that men or behaviors that men have. So Ari, what are some of the high value things that men do that you know, we universally find attractive, valuable, and we want.
2: Um I, I I think uh discipline is a high value um set of behaviors. Um I, I think it's it's having that consciousness to all these different aspects of our life um, discipline and our thoughts and our emotions um, integrity um, th- those are some of the things that I think of as, as high value more than uh, you know like money or, or yachts um, I mean, uh, so when people say high
0: value, I mean, the first thing that comes to a lot of people's mind is, you know, to be a high value man, I've got to have an like incredible suit. I've got to look the part. I could be like James Bond. I could have loads of yachts and cars and houses. That's the first initial response of like, this is what high value is. I suppose that goes to the ego. And one of the ways I see high value and low value is it isn't the person of being, but the, how they show up in the like you said, you know, if they show up sloppy, they have no ambition, enthusiasm for life, that's low value. And then on the o- opposite spectrum, one of the most damaging things that, uh, I would say what makes a low value person is if they're not valuable to themselves or other people around them, if they're not valuable to themselves or other people around them, because imagine you went back 50,000 years ago and you were not valuable to the tribe to the people. Okay. Rather than being a uh, what I call an asset, you become a liability. So, Chuck, what other aspects makes a man high
1: value? Well, and I think it will, let's make a distinction here too. We're talking about men, high value men. Men equal masculinity. So, the masculine energy. What is masculine energy? Masculine energy does what is masculine energy? What is the purpose of masculine energy? My belief is the purpose of masculinity is to love, you know, and so a high value man does, and he does by love and it becomes a thing of, um, what he offers, how he offers his love to the world around him. So if you're not contributing, if you're not loving yourself first, then you can't be a high value man because you don't value yourself but if you love yourself first and you have an abundance of love then you can share that love with others so one of the things that makes something valuable is that it's special like you were you were talking about um you know the value of of money or what attracts money it's what is what makes a man special and i think that what the masculine energy provides is it's the doing, it's the protecting, it's the power, it's the ascertaining, it's the teaching, it's all of the things that contribute to that masculine energy. So I think a low value man is somebody who has low masculine energy, or maybe to, you know, another point would be have high, you uh, maybe have higher feminine energy, you know. And so what would we call a high? high value woman, you know, um, high value woman would be somebody I think who creates and is creative and has a lot of, um, you know, offers something to the world, you know, besides just, um, taking, but they take and then they create from that taking. And so I think that you have to, you have to kind of go beyond just the, the surface level and go into that deeper place of value and self-value. So I think that a high-value man is somebody who loves themselves and has a purpose in life, and that purpose is to serve and love others. So so that would be, I guess, my simplest definition of what a high-value man would be.
0: I love that. Simple, you know, going deep into the, you know, aspects of it rather than seeing the surface level
1: because i think you can you look you can have yachts and cars and boats and houses and dress really nicely and be an asshole you know that doesn't contribute anything to anybody or you can have you know uh, d- dress in you know clothes that are simple and have a simple lifestyle and yet be loving and compassionate and love others and i think that you know people in general are going to say that that's who do you want to be around with? Who do you want to hang around with? Do you want to hang around the asshole, or do you want to hang around the guy who offers love and compassion and um, strength and gentleness at the same time?
0: It's so true because when, when you think when you were saying that, I was thinking of Gandhi. I said, you know, all he had was like a bathrobe and a stick, right? <laughs> right. But he had such a big, yeah, such a big influence uh, in the world that he made you know pivotal changes. In, the world yeah. so yeah. you know to me you know sometimes you know that's forget that you know of course our ego wants to see you know you've got 20 cars and all these women around you that's high value but like you said you know, that's a bit of the surface but we have to dig through and see the, the real depth of it Ari
2: I was thinking awesome. Chuck you've been reminding me of Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> 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 who I think is a high value man. Um, he doesn't have a lot of uh, material things, but he's got such wisdom and guidance and strength. Um, and you, you've just been oozing it. So the oh, force—the force—is with Chuck. Force is like. Does that mean that
0: so the higher your value, your character, your being, the more magnetic and people want to be around you? Cause you want high
1: value. I think, you know, possibly. I, I, I think it's the, you know, why are you attracted to somebody in the first place? Okay. The attraction is they have something to offer you, right? you're attracted to a female. Why? Because she has something to offer you. Right. And that might be in the way of love, that might be in the way of companionship, that might be in the way of sex, but she has something that you want. Right? And so value then is based on something that I want. The higher the value, the more I want it. The more uh, higher the value, the more that I want it, the more I'm willing to sacrifice for, to, you know, in order to get that thing. So if you were to take. Someone who is, you know, like I said, kind of an asshole, and compare them to a person who, like Gandhi, you know, which one of those people are going to be remembered? I mean, we remember Gandhi, and there are some assholes we remember as well, but we don't remember them for what they contributed. We remember them for what they te- they took. You know, that's more of a, uh, a, you know, they're more notorious than they are famous. Yeah. You know. But yeah, yeah, what is what is the value, and and I think that's the question that we should be asking ourselves. Not how do I become you know a valuable, but how do I be valuable?
0: So, so Ari, how do we be more valuable?
2: Well, I think you know one of the important points for me is that it's a it's a choice. You know, it's not that we're just in the the high value or low value category. It's that there's all these choices we can make literally all the time. Um, You know, from from our appearance to how we're relating to our our family members, um, our our practices, uh, you know, viewing this as a choice and a responsibility. I think are are ways to practice being high value. Um, that was the question, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> high value memory—that's a good one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's
2: That's your name? Okay. Uh,
0: so we got some good, I got some really good insights in here, and, and I like your point as well, Chuck. When you said, you know, when you uh, when something's more valuable, than you want it. I, also, it can go the other way. The more you want something more valuable it is to you, you know, there might be something that you really, really want. So therefore the greater you want in that, the more valuable it seems to you in that moment. When we talk about high values, go on.
1: Sorry, I I was just going to say, I I think that it's more than just wanting, it also has to perform based on what your perception of what it's going to do, because you know, you could have, you could want something, right? I don't know, like thinking about, you know, wanting a a, a, a new computer, right? And this computer has all the bells and whistles and has all this stuff that it it does. And so it's high valued, right? But then you get it and you work with it. And it's like, this doesn't work the way that I want it to. So maybe I'm being sold a bill of goods by somebody, you know, so it's not just about what I, uh, what it, it's about what I think it's going to offer. And then it has to match that offering as well. And I think that's where sometimes, you know, like with the pickup industry and those kind of things, they teach men, they teach men, you know, how to be attractive, how to sell themselves, but then they don't know what to do once they get into a relationship. And I think that's part of the problem then is that I can, I can fool people into thinking I'm a high value man, but if I don't have the goods to show for it, then, I'm not really of high value.
0: So so good. I love the fact um, that there's no, you don't, you have to back up the fact that it it is valuable as well. So back that up. Um, So let's have a look at two aspects, how to be a high value man or how to become a high value man. I I just want to go like two aspects that that we can cover as well, then wrap this up. So two things that I want to cover is to become a high value man is uh, Similar to what you guys were saying is become a competent man. You know, become a competent man. I see, and I hear that a lot of um, relationship issues I had in the past it was because I wasn't bringing enough value to the relationship or the family. There wasn't enough competency in that. You know, if if your partner is treating you like a child because you're acting and behaving like a child, there's no leadership in there. And in that moment, you know, hey, pick up the socks or you know, sort out this or sort out the, the things that need to be done in the house. If you're not being competent and being useful around the house, she's not going to see you as a very valuable asset. And you're not going to feel great about yourself as well. You're going to have some, you know, shortcomings and you see that, you know what, I, I need to become my sponsor or I do need to organize this or, or get some structure sorted out. Or if there's a holiday, I don't even bother booking every aspect that I need to cover, make sure the insurance is done. So it's just a, like looking at the aspect of, like, are you competent in Syria? If I was to take you away and put you in this place, would you be more approval-seeking, waiting, and being passive? Or would you be more, I would say, proactive or aware of your surroundings, of what needs to be done? So I believe that's one of, like, a, a major aspect of being a high-value man is competency. Uh, what about you, Ari? Let's have a look at it's like your number one thing of being a high value
2: man. Yeah, I, th- I think it's um, c- kind of similar to that. It's it's leading yourself and l- leading other people. Um, I think that that's part of what you're demonstrating in your relationships is that that you can take the lead, and it doesn't have to be m- major leadership like it just has to be you taking the initiative it has to be you making decisions ha- having an opinion paying attention i think that that's those are some of the things that we're we're talking about on, under competence and it doesn't have to i was when you're talking about competence i was thinking like doesn't a high value man need excellence but may Maybe in a lot of ways, it is just competence. You see, do you see a difference there? Yeah, that's a good, that is a
0: good point. Like, difference between excellence. Are we thinking more about, you know, it's going to be perfect. There's a perfectionism coming out. You know, sometimes when I see high value, I think, you know, uh, like the perfect man. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of kidding to that. It's got to be perfect. But actually
1: the high value man is gonna be more
0: competent than, than to be perfectionist. Yeah. I like
2: that. I like that because it, it kind of um, kind of uh, moves us away from that perfectionism, which I think we do associate with a high value person. Oh, he he's just you know Perfect. that man look that man looks spectacular. How how could Perfect. we ever match him? And, and that, that can even prevent us from working on ourselves because we, we have this perfect image in our, in our heads of, you know, Mr. Fantastic. So we're putting him on a pedestal, right? It's
0: like, this guy is the perfect. We, you know, we put a lot of you know guys, nice guys, but women on a pedestal. And then when we think about high value man, we just see as see him as this perfect guy who can do no wrong masters and is excellent we don't see him as the integrated man you know light and um, we just see as this guy's perfect but actually when we, i love the saying is you know never walk up to people always look into them makes mm-hmm. people off the pedestal of right?
1: right and i think that you you have to you know it's kind of what is your motivation right oh, it's a it's a similar thing like with the covert contract oftentimes we'll make a covert contract and the contract is I want other people to perceive me in a certain way. So I'm worried about what other people think about me. And so I'm doing something, not because it's what I want to do, but because I'm trying to manipulate someone else into thinking something about me. And when we're doing that, that's an inauthentic thing. But if we are simply showing up as ourselves from a place of authenticity, right. And people will either accept us or not accept us. I have no, attachment to that outcome. My my intention is just to show up and be open and to be open-hearted and to and to live from a place of authenticity. I think that's ultimately what people are attracted to in the long run. Now, they might be attracted to the trappings on the outside to begin with because they're also in a transactional type of space of like what is it that you have to offer me. You know? So for example, I don't know, like, I, I don't I don't know the guy, but I'll just use him as an example, Jeff Bezos, you know, he's got all the money in the world, right? And um, he's not the most handsome guy in the world. And I don't even know if he's, you know, if he's a good man or he's not a good man, but he attracts a lot of people around him simply because the people know that he, he isn't, he has influence, you know, is that good or is that bad? I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know the guy, but I know that the the women that are around him certainly are not the women that would be around him if he had no money you know so is that is he a high value man the, on on some aspects you know he is but i, he's a, I can't he's a prime man. man he's a prime <laughs> he's, a, he's prime a prime man private man. <laughs> <laughs> Efforts free delivery <laughs> But yeah, you know, so I think that, I think it's something to sort of consider of, of that.
0: All right. So let's go for like number two, what else, what's your second aspect will make a high value man? So Chuck, what would, what else would you say would make a high value man?
1: I think a high value man is someone who knows himself and knows all the aspects of himself is in touch with his shadow and in touch with his light that he has a good balance within himself. He knows what he's capable of. And he also knows, you know, he knows he can do good and he knows he can do evil. Um, I think there's a high part of a high vile, high value. man. you mentioned Gandhi. What is it about Gandhi that was attractive? It was his spirit, his spirituality, you know? And I think that that's actually something that will create more attraction with people is, my spiritual self, as opposed to the physical self, you know, and the spiritual self is that part of us that is our essence. Who are we as people? And, you know, it's really hard to define, but I think it's something that we all feel that Maya Angelou said something along the lines of, you know, people won't remember what you did. They'll remember how you made them feel. So the similar kind of thing of people will feel you. So what do, what do people feel when they're around me? And I think that's part of the, the spiritual process. And the more you get in touch with your spirit, through meditation, through prayer, through reading, through um, embodiment work, those kind of things, the more you're in touch with that, then the more you have to offer.
0: I love that. So, uh, so poignant as well. That <clears throat> what is it that people feel, you know, when they're in your company? And, you know, what would they say about you, you know, um behind closed doors and say, oh, you know, Chuck's this kind of person. So to me, again, I agree that's, you know, high value and that's what, um, you know, we can bring. That's what charisma is, like, you know, when they're behind, you know, behind closed doors, they say this is this person, this is how they feel about it. So Chuck, uh, Ari, what is your, like, number two thing that someone can do to be a high value man or become
2: I think continually working on themselves, um, investing in themselves, could be through coaching or therapy or men's groups. Uh, Hint, hint. You know, um, (laughs) Integration Nation. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's it's always doing things to invest in yourself. It's the, the practices that you have it's, uh, the relationships that you, you cultivate, do you cultivate high value relationships? You know, do do, do you, do you evaluate who's in your life? Um, and who gives you value or, you know, I I hate to say it like this. Do you, do you keep low value people around people who who suck your energy? Um, people with junk food behaviors, people with no ambition, no, no sense of purpose, um, who, who drag you down. Um, I mean, I, I think that's something, if you're a high value person that, that you monitor, um, that we, we want to, um, fill our lives with high value people, um, and high, high value activities. So that's, that's my number two. I love that. Uh, So good there. And um,
0: and my last, my number two would be having high standards because as we raise our standards, when it comes to, you know, the people around us, you know, do I have good people around me? Do I have good standards of like the people I want in my orbit, my environment? Do I have good standards when it comes to my health, my food, my fitness, my way of thinking? And do I have good standards when it comes to my virtues, my principles? What are the standards for that? And I believe that what distinguishes between a a high-value man and the average guy is because they have higher standards. No, again, and I love this point uh, you made as well. Is but we don't want the perfect guy. We we don't want to you know we don't want to put high-value men on the perfect. Maybe having seen that. I value man as a perfect man is just maybe a defense mechanism or a, because we want to see if he's a perfect man and if I become this perfect man, I'll have no shame. And, you know, people won't judge me, not like me, discard me. So maybe it's just like a defense mechanism we see a lot on social media that, you know, this is the perfect man. He's going to be have, he's to have the best look, the best attire, the money, everything. But I think sometimes we have to be very careful what social media is selling you. Because a true high-value man is an integrated man, has his light and his dark, you know, and he will strive for excellence, but it doesn't mean he'll be perfect. So it's incredibly powerful just to understand that, you know, work on yourself step by step and having that capacity to increase your value to yourself, you will then increase your value to the world as well. Gentlemen, thank you so much. It's been, again, this is a really valuable podcast for me because i learn and grow from your insights as well and i believe and hope that everybody else listening to this will get a lot of value out of this as well if you do please like share comment you know, send us a message share with people that change you know, your lives and we'll see you on the next uh, nice guy show take care
1: may the force be with you you've been listening to the nice guy Show the podcast that helps nice guys move past their insecurities and fears into the fullness of their masculine strength and confidence. Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and check out the website niceguyshow.com for more information on how to connect with Chuck and Faisal. Until next time, keep living your best life.